0: Tell me I'm good, too. (laughs) See, it's been three minutes since we talked about Chris.
1: (laughs) I'm anxious.
2: Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian. Have a seat at the table. This is Lunchtime in Rome, episode 82. We're calling this ignoring our own comfort. And um, for first time listeners, we would love for you to describe uh, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app, iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, etc. We would love for you to give us a five star review. Uh, we would love for you to give, us, uh, to, visit a, to give us a visit at lunchtimeinrome.com so you can contact us or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook where we're live every week. And we, we talk about pulling up a seat at the table and uh, Facebook Live is a great way to do that in particular. Um, you can join in the discussion as it's happening. Uh, we do read your comments, and, and um, it, it's just a, it is a great way for you to feel like you have a seat around the table here. Um, I'm here with Chris. Hey, I'm here with Eric.
3: Hey, buddy.
2: <laughs> I'm here with Jay. Hello, Jay. I mentioned seat at the table. What's what's this up epi- What's this uh, podcast about? Lunchtime in Rome addresses a simple fact that most people in life go through it. And very often
1: feel alone. It can be in the midst of the biggest family, the biggest crowd, or uh, in a corner office overlooking the entire city, counting your millions of dollars. Very often we feel alone. And so we know that the solution to that is found in the, the, a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Simply joining people in their emotions. And that's what we do in this podcast. Rome. 12:15. So as if we're having lunch in Rome for the first 20 minutes of the podcast, we model uh, Romans 12:15 and we talk about each other's lives, people on Facebook as they share uh, their uh, good things. we celebrate with them if they share their uh, challenges. we mourn with them. And in the next 20 minutes, we go over a topic of the day that can help you keep somebody else and or yourself from feeling alone. In the last 10 minutes, we look at some current events and ways that we can apply emotional needs and hurts to them. And if not, we just make fun of people.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And if you heard some squeaky noises, that was me trying to fix Jay's mic. A little bit of technical difficulties as we get started here. Yep. But um, we are all here together. It's great. Uh, we didn't do this last week. Um, I was absent. and well, um, we did this last week. You did this last <laughs> week. I, I'm saying we didn't do this do as a people? group last week. Uh, so it is nice to be back together with the four of us doing this again. Um, and uh, who wants to uh, talk about their week? I'll go. All
0: right. <laughs> Although... I'm going to start out by saying I don't know much to say because I the last week has flown by uh with the start of school and I feel like we were just here and nothing new has happened but I'm going to switch it up from school and um talk about disc golf. Wow. Um I am suffering from elbow tendinitis sometimes Still. sometimes known as tennis elbow but in this case it's disc golf elbow and uh it won't go away and it's really frustrating me.
1: So it was bad oh. after Saturday.
0: It was... It it really responds strangely to all sorts of things. Like, a lot of times... Like, Saturday included. A lot of times... Because, let, let's let's face it, I'm not actually stopping disc golfing. I'm just well, putting on... You're
1: not on, crazy. I'm not, I'm not... You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a brace while I disc golf. And, I really and thought I was going to say bra. Um, <laughs> that's... That's personal. (laughs) So, so I wear the the brace, you know, to to alleviate the stress on the elbow. And, um, like a lot of times, Saturday included, I felt great after disc golfing. I felt like it was like loosened up. No problem at all. In fact, it's felt better for a few days. And, but sometimes it'll like I'll be driving and it'll just, it'll start hurting again. And today it's, it's hurting. So I don't know. It's just frustrating.
1: So, it didn't feel like worse on Monday, two nope. days after. Nope. But then just nope. in a sudden driving and hurt. hmm Which that is always terrible when you don't know why or when it's hurting. Right.
0: Um. Sorry to share something frustrating, but that's, what, but that's why, what's on my why brain. Would
1: you, why would you minimize your own pain? <gasps>
3: oh, oh,
1: man. Too bad we're not going into that segment right now. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, I find that to be interesting on on many levels, and I also think it's interesting when you say that it hurts when you're wearing it, but when you take the brace off, it feels better.
0: Yeah, like it's applying pressure differently. Obviously, that's 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 what it's, the brace is supposed to do. But right. it and and so it alleviates the elbow, so the elbow feels better. But even like after I took it off, well, I guess I, that's what you were saying. After I took it off, it felt better. Right. Even on after disc golfing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're doing it wrong. (laughs) When are you supposed to wear it?
0: Um, When
3: you're doing an activity.
0: Anytime I want, but mainly yes. Yeah. Like when I'm doing something like when I'm stretching my arm or twisting my arm. That's when I'm supposed to do it. Don't twist my arm. Isn't that a phrase? Yes. You're twisting my arm.
3: I also want to say hi to Christina and Josh. Josh! I also want to say that, Jay, I think you can lean back. I think you're alright. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Why, am I too erect? No, yeah, I just look uncomfortable. I want you to be relaxed. We're at the table. It is strange.
0: Like, usually Jay is really lounging.
3: You know, when they say in the boat, like, he relaxed at the table. Like, you know, like, ugh. Reclined. It's, yeah, reclined at the table.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, I got to go food. <laughs> yeah, go Again, food. Again, this week has flown by, but I'm going to stick with my theme, my kids' dinners. Yeah. I'm just enjoying it so much when they
3: cook. When you're not cooking.
0: Yeah, and Lily kept it fairly... Actually, both kids... Kept it fairly simple this week. Lily just went spaghetti and Italian sausage, just just cozy comfort food awesomeness. Ben went with Sloppy Joes, which is a meal and and from scratch. So like, we did not use the packet or the the can of Sloppy Joe mix, um, which this recipe dates back to when we were actually trying to be paleo and and the whole family was gluten free and whatnot. So um, we pulled that recipe out, and he was. Chopping the veggies and, and mixing the, the herbs macaday. and spices, and, and uh, I just had that before I came over here tonight. It was delish.
1: Nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love that you guys do that, that each person takes their turn. Yeah. That's very cool. Does Amy take a turn? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, her day is uh, Monday.
1: Man, packing I always forget it in, getting, what she it,
0: cooks.
3: getting it out of the way.
1: Yeah. That's
0: Absolutely. I, that's we my go su- Sunday through Wednesday. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then the end of the week, we chill. Leftovers and... Whatever.
3: So who, wait, who who has each day?
0: Lily is Sunday. Amy's Monday. I am Tuesday, and Ben is Wednesday. He just cooked this evening. His sloppy joes.
3: Is Thursday leftover night. Correct. And then Friday's pizza night. Usually something like that. Yeah, yep, you got, got it. it. Cool. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, so we so it's Labor Day. Labor Day weekend this weekend. Um, and sorry were you done i figured you were i done. was totally done yeah
0: i am enthralled with whatever you're about to say
3: uh so we dropped off maggie to my parents on monday morning labor day morning um to leave her there all day at my at my parents house grandma and pops and amy and i spent all day cleaning our garage which if you that, notice that's <laughs>
1: how you want to use that day of babysitting.
3: Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you though, man It could be a good feeling afterward though. It is such a good cause it was oh, I'll our garage with you. Uh, our garage was in distress because if if you oh. remember from a prior podcast, we we uh, had had um, refurbished this swing set for Maggie for her birthday and a lot of it uh, involved us working out of our garage. And since we were working out of the garage and the garage was basically useless, we just kind of let the garage go and yeah. it was worse than usual. So if you go down there right now, you can walk in your bare feet.
0: I'm going. You can't. <laughs> right you now. Not. <laughs> you won't.
3: <laughs>
0: um, I can't actually get out of this room right yeah. now, it's physically. But impossible.
3: we went. Uh, right we went. <laughs> Uh, we went through bins. We got rid of stuff. If when you guys pulled up, I'm yeah, sure you I saw was the noticing
2: a little bit of extra garbage. The yeah. couple couple things. Of uh, yeah, up we there. did notice that little mini garage show you got <laughs> going on. <laughs> out there. And you know what? Nobody's going to run it over the car.
3: <laughs> Not, no. And if they do, kudos to them. I mean, if
2: they it. <laughs> we deal. probably have a good idea who it's going to be because <laughs> um, our caper.
3: You you
0: you had a keyword too. Distress. You said your garage was in distress. It That's another distress. one of our, our keywords for the past couple right? of weeks. So you you ah, let your garage yeah. go past Peer. stress, right into distress.
3: Right. Um, Sad.
2: Every time I Sad, walked. Every time I walked in it recently this year, it, it felt a little stressed. It felt like I'm, I'm on the verge of distress.
3: I mean, if you go down there now, it is so clean. It's oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's a happy garage. A,
1: a garage is smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> so chill.
3: And we so i thought it was gonna take like the morning it took all day Ugh. we started at like nine thirty and we went till four like it really took all day long but in the same breath i am when i go down there i'm like ah, like this is nice mm-hmm. you know because like, it was dirty i'm through. not like and now it's clean right I'm not no, tripping. I'm serious. No, like, like, I know it's such a great you're, deal. Not, you're not tripping over something. Nope. You're not banging the car door into a stroller yep. or a lawnmower or anything like that. Um so. You've minimized
2: accidents, you've minimized risk. Yes. You've gotten so many things not just out of your physical but out it's of fantastic. your head. Like some, somewhere yes. all that stuff's in your head. And when yeah. you let go of that, goodbye. It, it's just
3: it's just great. Yeah. Um I love decluttering. Oh, it's yeah. the best yes, you do. You it's should. the best. Freaking do. Um and I don't really have um I don't really have a food this week, although nah, I take that back. My new favorite thing. Whoa. Are Lay's puff salt and oh, pepper oh, yeah. or, <laughs> salt and vinegar chips they're not, not chips, chips puffs. they're puffs uh, and the, no. but they're not they're also not puffs it's like a lattice yes it's like <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like a checks like the, yes like the checks mix like yes. the, that that criss-cross. are they like, or
0: are they corn lattice. puffs or rice pu- what are they made No, potato, they're potato. oh they're
3: really potato it's, puffs, it, they're puffs. Just
1: potato puffs but puffs man pillowy puffs Potato perfection.
3: I man, they're they're just so freaking. Because it's just
1: enough salt vinegar, a little <laughs> tang, but it's not leaving sores in your mouth, right? Because there's some. I think well, it was. I
3: think it was hers.
1: Uh, yeah, they'll bite you. Oh man,
3: yeah.
0: What brand were those barbecue chips? Hers. Yeah. Why do you do that, man? Those, those, are, those are Brian Her chips.
3: Now those are the ones that you graduate to. Like they're the <laughs> no, ones. They're like they were one the <laughs> saltiest. We got them at intense. disc golf on yes. Saturday. No, on
1: Saturday. Well, we got, we got them. them the other one of the other times. You know what? You're right. Yeah. The salt and vinegar. Well, I got a a bag of barbecue, and we said it's like they did the Uh seasoning, and then they were like, Do we put seasoning in this? Let's do it again. (laughs) No, let's just do salt. Like, they were the saltiest (laughs) chips I've ever been a part of in my life.
0: Wow. It was like a mix between barbecue and salt and vinegar, but without the vinegar. Like, it was just.
1: And more salt. Salt. Wow. Wow, Don't say salt. 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 Uh, (laughs) Except for the 17 year old in the back seat. Ben was like, I don't know. I think they're about okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: you weren't there when he finished the bag the next day, and he was like, "I don't feel right."
1: <laughs> <laughs> he peed salt cubes,
2: <laughs> Dad. I think
1: something's wrong. Yeah. So that was that was my week of my food. Uh, for me, more the same, um, but it was crazy busy Labor Day weekend. Uh, whether it was, you know, it was it wasn't none of it was bad. But it was just busy with everything from fantasy football drafts to church services, one of which was outside for the fantasy first football. time. Um, mm-hmm. the fact that I did a celebration of life mini funeral ish kind of thing at Rosedale Pool mm-hmm. on Labor Day at 2 p.m. for a woman who had passed six weeks earlier, a month earlier, six mm-hmm. weeks, whatever. Um, it was just there was like one more thing after another thing after another, so it was real busy. And then right into the week in volleyball, and and that still was a good thing, and I'm really enjoying that, which is good because last I, season. Go ahead.
0: I'm sorry, I was going to say kudos to you though to for the first outdoor service that you set up and and put together, and it was just kept it like simple and smooth, and and and
1: you became a giant.
0: Oh. <laughs> That was a weird picture. It is. We'll have to link that. I'm not a tall guy, but. In eh. that
1: picture, you are a giant. (laughs) Um, Perspective is everything. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Um, But also, just an interesting thing as far as uh, life and emotional needs go. I was getting my hair cut today by a guy who I don't know very well because my nephew, Tyler, is still recuperating from leg surgery. So it's the guy in the chair next to him. And so we're talking. I'm getting to know him better. An interesting story in its own right. But he said, you know, it was so great because you know he's bar- or bartender, he's a barber, so he's like, so what do you got going on the rest of the day? And I was like, oh, you ran out of questions, so you're just going to go with the rest of the day thing. And I'm asking him questions the whole time, yeah, you know. And he's an interesting guy, and I said, well, I got a podcast, and so I started telling him about the podcast and and what it is and about being alone. And I said, listen, I said it's important for somebody like yourself, I said because. You realize each day when somebody sits in this chair, that might be the most attention they get the entire week. And mm. he was like, "Wow,
2: it's
1: a lot of pressure you just put he on goes, him. wow <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you're getting a hell of a
3: haircut.
2: <laughs> 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 yes, he did. I said, "Yes, you are." That's yes, a great line.
1: Are. That's a great line. But it was really cool because, like, he, it hit him for a second. I said, "Look, that's why this entire time, every time you ask me a question, I'm asking you two about you because nobody cares about you when they get their haircut." He's like, "No, they don't." And so that was just fun. And yeah. It was an interesting That's thing. Awesome. And your hair cool. looks good. Thanks. Appreciate it. Good. I remember hair. Um, yeah. Um, Food-wise, going over to my brother's for Labor Day, I offered to bring a leg of lamb. And he said, no, we've got some pulled pork and some brisket, leftover brisket, and we're pulling a pork uh, Sunday or on Labor Day. So why don't you do a potato? I said, whatever. I can do a potato. Which, by the way, right now that leg of lamb is marinating in my fridge. I'll let you know how it turns out. Uh, it was an Aldi buy, you know. Like sometimes they're on sale, and you're just like, "I'll get a leg of lamb." Yeah, oh, whatever. why not? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I made a potato salad, but here's the funny thing: it's from my greater family. So because of Tommy and to a degree Jan, you can't do garlic. Because of Marcy, what? you can't do onion or chives. Vampires. Because of Jan, you can't <laughs> do you can't do cheese, and you can't do milk which you're not gonna do milk in this so i'm just looking and i'm like all right so so they're potatoes so it's a potato salad <laughs> well you can do mayo so i mean i can make it work potatoes was, and mayo <laughs> so i made it work i made my own little spice blend and i and i used this yellow chili powder that i bought on vacation in north myrtle beach the time we did the super hot sauce that made joe's face explode did we ever talk about that on the air because it was a lot of fun Nah, we'll do it another it. time yep Point of the story is this: it was good, and my family said, "Well, that's it now. That's what you got to do." I'm like, "They were that good?" And they're like, "Nope, that's your thing." I mean, and you're bringing them every time now. The,
3: the potato salad that you made on vacation was fantastic, and that's what I wanted to make, mm. but I couldn't because that could, has right. garlic in it. But I mean, like, it's, it's just potato salad, bro. But I mean, like, there's it's no, but there's no flavor. Like, I mean, I mean, you you work your magic, but I'm like, no garlic and no onion. So, so how do you I, I, did the yellow, I
1: did the yellow chili powder. I did. And I can't use too much pepper either for somebody but the point of story is i did a little bit of salt i did uh celery salt and i did paprika paprika. 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 regular paprika (laughs) and then that yellow chili powder and whatnot so but i was bummed so i made myself my own scalloped jalapeno potatoes and my own Mm -hmm. cream sauce cheesy cream sauce a little gruyere a little sharp cheddar and a bunch of Monterey Ooh, or uh, just Pepper sat Jack cornery. That it sounds good on your own. Just like it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty happy. With that. Yeah. I was more happy about that than the potato salad. Oh well, yeah. But the greatest compliment I can receive, Jan, who has a very sensitive palate, I Jin, will Jin just Jin. say, Jan, Jan, Jan. There was a bunch left over. She goes, "Hey, could you just leave that?" There nice. you go. And I was like, "Damn right, I'm, I'm going to leave that." That's a great compliment. That's all I want. Yeah. Take it all. And then of course later on that night I was like, "Get go for some." <laughs> <laughs> but I had more of the scallops. Scalloped potatoes right mm. no scallops Nah. no nah. and then stays are over brian you had a huge week
3: <sighs> I had a big uh, no, you didn't. you were saying at the beginning you were like i didn't really have a- <laughs> no I, I,
2: I really didn't um some goalie action nice I, I had a good nice weekend um i think for me um we did the pool thing on sunday on uh, the day before labor day and, and mm. had people over and um you know like turning of the season and made a damn good pork chop that was what i was going to talk about as far as food goes sorry uh no that's fine um it's just it all all together and i had a great time and i love the pool and i love everybody being over i've talked about this many times but each time is great um i made pork chops and um jay you (laughs) you said that they were great and i thought that they were pretty good so i said it was good i only had one Asked if you were lying about it, and you said no. Nope. They looked amazing. I didn't group. have any,
3: but they looked amazing. And I want to say pork chop sandwiches, pork
2: chop sandwiches. That's all yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Wow. Oh, the other thing in the future. Oh yes. Talking about the future, the future Conan.
3: flux capacitor.
2: Yeah. Next next uh, week at the Penhill Cinema. Um, oh we're, yeah. We're doing a uh, Back to the Future, back to back to back private viewing and that's gonna be fun that's such so, a cool thing yeah looking forward to that that is cool christina but, mara said
3: so much fun i believe she's talking about being at the pool
2: mm, okay <laughs> glad you came it's great to see you wonder th- how her
1: cardio turned up oh yeah she was headed to the gym right sitting in front of a bonfire for an hour 45 minutes zero motivation for me to go to the gym after but that. just taking in all the bonfire smoke and then just going to go work oh, out. Oh, she went to the gym after that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just everybody running around her looking at her like. Going to the her? gym
0: smelling like <sighs> a marshmallow. Sure. I don't know. A roasted marshmallow.
1: Well, a, ro- still-
0: a roasted one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, Chris, if I made fun of you just now and I hurt your feelings, that would go one of four places, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, for me, I Sure. Possibly, in, in humankind, in four general, places. Yeah. In
1: general, can go to four places. For you, it would go to...
0: I, probably um, guilt. Is that what you're talking about? Sure. I I feel guilty not knowing. Is that is that right? Is that yeah, the right answer? I you are going
1: self-condemnation, but yeah, guilt is <laughs> a place I usually where her guilt... guilt. I yeah, you do are guilt. pretty guilty. It's more your wife was a self-condemnation. Yeah, my wife,
0: yeah. Amy totally mm-hmm. will... She, she's the worst person in the world in her own mind sometimes.
1: You want to clean that up right <laughs> back.
0: Listen, nobody edit that the wrong way, because that could do real bad in my marriage.
1: Hey, just I think it's important for us to point this out right now. If you guys uh, who are listening, there is one out-of-context actual clip at the beginning of every episode, and then after we say goodbye... There are all the other out of context funny clips at the end of every episode. <laughs> See, this will be at least one of them. <laughs> it's up for it's up for uh, contender. Yeah. For what sure. I meant
0: to say is, in her own mind, sometimes because she just you know she goes to self condemnation, she swears she is the worst person in the world. Right. So her self- her famous line is, "Okay, so there's Hitler, but I bet Hitler even Hitler had some redeeming qualities that I don't have." Wow. That's where she goes sometimes. Wow! But for she, me, it's she more can't guilt.
1: honestly motivational speaker. <laughs>
0: it's, it's probably a little bit of like yeah. hyperbole. I mean, he had a following. <laughs> I think she she really feels some level of that. Like, well, wow. I bet even Hitler mm-hmm. had some people that liked him, and that's also, so sad.
2: And self condemnations. Of course, this would happen to me. Why wouldn't this happen to me? I'm right. not worthy of not getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Chris. I goes with guilt. guilt. Yeah, it's his fault. Wow. What did I do? Yeah, yeah. Well, why, I just I, said why it why wrong. I, I just
0: did it wrong. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Now no. I do. You know, I think I'm still awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't self condemn, but uh, Condemn <laughs> condem- <laughs> them. But I do feel guilty,
1: and it's no secret we've talked about. Brian tends to go more towards anger. That's another place your hurt can go. Um, you know, Eric, you're a guilt guy.
0: A I'm a guilt self
3: condemnation.
2: Like a little bit of both. Um. It's like we're, we're talking about beers on draft. i a guilt self-condemnation kind of guy myself. I like a Pilsner. <laughs> I like an uh, IPA of guilt self-condemnation. Actually, oh. they would make pretty good beer names.
0: And Jay, you were just talking last week. <laughs> yeah, You're a self-condemnation would. guy, too. Oh, very much so. So we do not have a Fear-based. fear person here. We should have a fear guest sometime. That.
1: And so that's an organic way of <laughs> going over and review of where hurts go. And then what we want to talk about is what happens sort of next? Because so you've been hurt. And so what you should do is then seek comfort. That's the way the only way you can heal hurt. Again, another Bible verse is Romans 12. I already said Romans twelve fifteen. 15. Um, rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. You're joining comfort to the pain. And that is the only way. So that what happens is if you say, you know, oh, I got uh, an asteroid fell on my mother's car and killed her. And you sit there and go, oh, my gosh, Jay, I can't believe it. Your mother's gone from an asteroid. And I like to say ridiculous things. So if they happen, it'll still be sad that my mom's gone. But I'd be like, what a story.
0: You made an asteroid uh, fall on Eric's house last sure.
1: week. Sure. Okay. point of the story is I will remember Eric crying with me saying, oh, man, I can't believe that happened. So that's how the healing goes. So we should seek comfort. That's what comfort is. Somebody mm-hmm. joining you in your sadness. Right. But sometimes we don't. And that's what we kind of want to talk about tonight. A couple weeks ago, we talked about when stress, stressors in our life aren't addressed. They eventually cause distress, which is physical manifestations into our bodies, into our life. They also can affect us emotionally. If you don't deal with the hurts that happen in your life, we've talked about the emotional cup. What happens when we don't address these things? So what we want to talk about tonight is. You know, what are we doing instead of seeking comfort? What, when we don't, you know, what's the title of the show tonight? It would be ignoring your comfort,
0: <laughs> ignoring, ignoring your own, your own comfort. comfort, right?
1: If you ignore that your that comfort. I was just trying to think. I couldn't even think of it. I'm like calling Brian the historian or the 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 note taker of the show. <laughs> the historian or of the scribe. About 20 minutes ago. Right, <laughs> the guy who said it himself. <laughs> who actually not only said it,
2: not only read it, came up with the title himself. Yep. I'm a very in the moment kind of guy. <laughs> That's right. It's in and it's out. Yep. Boom. Goodbye. That's what... um, so
1: if you don't seek that comfort, if you, in fact, ignore your own hurt, What are you doing in your head? Not what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Bad things. Okay. There, let me break it for you. Bad things will happen if you don't get some comfort. Things that come out of the top of your cup, physical manifestations, emotional explosions, stuff like that. But what we want to look at tonight is when we emotionally respond to our hurts poorly. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Chris, when we talked about it earlier. You said there's something you definitely go to each time. Mm-hmm. So when something bad happens to you, and you're like, "Man, I feel bad about this," boom, where do you go?
0: Right. I it, when it's something bad, I may start with some facts, logic, and reason for myself because that's I, I. But I think it. The reason I do that is is the big answer is I ignore. I tend to push down, ignore. I don't want to deal with the emotional hurt. And so, I'll throw myself a couple facts in my head, like, oh, this has happened because of this, and next time, do this, blah, blah, and then I push it down, push it down, instead of dealing with it.
3: So, to break that down a little bit, you, you said you primarily go to guilt, and then right. you resolve that, quote, unquote, with facts, logic, and reason. Like, here's why, you know, like, this is like, you go through, like, well, here's why that happened, and... That's why I should feel guilty. yeah kind of like
0: thing. I play through it in my brain you yeah. know oh mm-hmm. I, I was the cause of this and here's what what happened and yeah. and yeah, I'm guilty about it but instead of then dealing with with that feeling of guilt, I just I then turn to it ignoring
1: but it's not dealing with a feeling of guilt it's dealing with what happened that caused the guilt. right so people at work, you get an angry phone call from your you know from your boss or principal. And they ream you out for something. You then go, oh man, I guess he's right or she's right. I did this, this, that, and the other thing. Mm. So then you you go facts, logic, and reason. All right, well that's what happened ever. But you don't do anything with the fact that you were just unbelievably disrespected by your by your superior. Mm-hmm. You know, or you were your sense of security was taken from you because they threatened your job, or your support was taken from you because they're not helping you do your job; they're making the job harder. You don't do anything about that. You're all dealing with everything else right which doesn't ever help the original hurt so we're not even aware of the need for our own comfort a lot of times if that makes sense
0: yeah it makes sense and that's why i think i in in the last decade or whatever i i've become a very anxious person because it's that's that's my my body's distress i've learned in recent weeks Mm. that, that that the stress that i yeah that that where it manifests is i become this ball of anxiety Mm. Instead of dealing with, with things, it's sort of like, you
1: know, it churns inside of me. Right. And the way you deal with it is, well, it was my fault. And here's why it's my fault. Facts, logic, and reason. Okay. So I hope I don't make that mistake again. I'm going to ignore the original pain. And there you go. And guess what? That ain't it. And that doesn't take care of it. Right. Um, we've referenced where hurts go. What we're doing now also is referencing if somebody shares a hurt with you, there's four place, four ways you can poorly emotionally respond to them one is facts logic and reason we've talked about this you can look it up in earlier episodes facts logic and reason you explain why somebody got hurt criticism which is telling them oh you're overreacting this shouldn't hurt you ignoring or neglecting the pain just moving right past it And the last one is selfish which is making their pain about you which sort of doesn't happen in this case now what we're looking at is When you poorly emotionally respond to yourself. So that's sort of where we're going today. Instead of getting, as Brian would point out, ignoring your own comfort. We don't want to do that. Right. How do we do it wrong? You say you go to facts, logic, and reason, neglect. You took a big sigh, which means you're probably thinking about Eric. Well, you know, I
3: actually might throw a wrench in this. um, Because I just kind of had an epiphany um, as we were talking and as I was thinking about uh, me. Um, and so I can't discuss any details, but we have a, a little award that, um, my team hands out every week. We have a weekly meeting on Wednesdays, and we and we hand out the little award of, like, who went above and beyond this week, right? Soaring like an eagle award. <laughs> it's not that.
0: Are you in charge of handing out those awards, or are you part of the... Well,
3: whoever gets the award is in charge of handing out the next week. Oh, nice. And there's, like, side conversations of, like, oh, who do you think should get it? Okay, what's everybody that doing this fun. week? Yeah, and there's only, I mean, I'm talking about, like, there's only, like, ten people on our team, so, like, it's very much, like, part of our um small
1: team. We are getting off track because I do now have to ask. Has anyone ever gotten it when you were like, you know what? He hasn't done anything, but it's been 10 weeks. <laughs> he hasn't gotten a turn. No. Sue got it 3 times. No, there's
3: always good reason why somebody gets it. Um and you know, it goes it, it makes its round. Um it makes its way around like <laughs> and I'll show you I'll actually show you the award uh later. I can't talk about what it is. Um but uh the
2: whitest sneaker award
3: but i talked about (laughs) all right pam um i talked about uh on a previous podcast of the the big project i was doing the the redesign of our story location pages of Mm -hmm. for american eagle nary and everything is going great like the early read like is amazing it's fantastic it's unbelievable and that's what I got the award for this week. I can't talk about I, I can't talk about any details Don't obviously. Don't say can't talk about. It. I can't talk about. And um It'd be great
1: of the end of his story. <laughs> <laughs> just want to talk about it a little bit. That's it everybody. That's it. You can like us on Facebook. <laughs> but, you
3: know, it's really hard for me to accept something like that. So, it's not so much like it's not a hurt because I'm like I'm getting like affirmation and like, hey, way to go, good job. But like, my first thing is like self condemnation. Well, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. It's not that good. You mm-hmm. still have the, these other things that you got to do that you didn't take care of. That you know you got to get this done. You got to get this done. Like
0: you can't it, even celebrate with yourself. I, it's really hard. Yeah. For,
3: right. I can't exactly. I can't like enjoy this moment because I have like this thing behind me that's just like hanging over my shoulder. That's like you know, bearing down. And then I go to like with that, I go to. So I'm like putting the hurt on myself. Right. And then I'm going to self-condemnation and I'm thinking like you didn't do a good enough job. You still have work to do and you didn't get those things done because you did this, this, and this, and put this off, and blah blah blah. You know, I give myself facts, logic, and reason, that kind of thing. And meanwhile, like everything is like sunshine and roses, like like there's not like there's nothing bad to report. Like, bro, if, you if, have a
0: great website <laughs> and a clean garage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what, can, what can get any better? Um, yeah, and I got I might get a drop. Um, so yeah, that's well you what know. I think
1: you have identified and Chris, you recognized is next week's podcast. Maybe not because we're doing it right now. Because this is ignoring your own comfort. What you're talking about is ignoring your own celebration. Ah, okay. If it's rejoice with those, rejoice; mourn with those who mourn. We have been addressing tonight when you don't mourn for yourself. You don't address your own need for comfort. Yeah. What you're saying is you're terrible at rejoicing with yourself. Mm. That when things are good, you're like, yeah, but you're other shoe guy. Like, oh, I didn't do Wait it for the other shoe to drop. Right. Like, well, yeah. or or glass half full when it applies to you. Right. That, yeah, if you guys only really knew what I didn't do or like everything you just said, you don't yeah. rejoice with those who are rejoicing with you right. and for <laughs> right. you and right. because of you. Right. So it's, it's similar. It's poor emotionally responding to ourselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you know, you're telling yourselves the wrong things mm-hmm. rather than being like, you know what? That was a good thing I did. And mm-hmm. I deserve the praise for that, mm. and that's awesome that my friends and my coworkers recognize that. Wow, that's that's great. I really think that's awesome. And it's crazy because I feel so selfish thinking that way. It's like the fact that I just said that—if you said that—you'd feel terrible. Right.
3: If I said that to myself, I'm like, well, I'm full of me. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Well,
1: but that's what's sad.
3: I know, right? <laughs> I, like I'm, I get what you're saying. Like I like logistically, I get what you're because what, what, what you're has talking happened
1: about. that has conditioned you to accept the yeah, but. I'm not asking you because I know the answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but why isn't good enough? Good enough? Why yeah. isn't good good? Forget good enough, right? Why isn't good good? We right. should
0: we should do an episode on that. could could that be a whole episode? Sure. I feel like I have things. I <laughs> You're
1: like, well, why aren't the next I one? good enough I for me? Why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell me I'm good, too. See, see, it's been three minutes since we talked about Chris.
1: <laughs> I'm anxious. I just checked to see if Brian was still awake. He's being so disciplined over here. He's doing a great job. Um, Yes, I believe, Chris, to a degree it could be. But I think th- the problem is it's exactly what we're talking about. Mm. That it's it's doing those things. You know, if I have to look at. We talked last week about minimizing. And, oh, you know, this happened to me. Again, let's go back to the doom and gloom, not the yay, but. Yeah. You know, this happened, but, you know, others have it worse. Or this is difficult for me, but so-and-so has it more difficult. And so when we minimize, I think when we minimize, that's the same as criticizing somebody else. We minimize our own problems. That's like criticizing somebody else's problems. Because we're Mm -hmm. putting a value on how much this should bother us. And we're saying we're wrong. So if, Chris, you say to me I had a terrible day at work today, I go, hey, you know what? A lot of people are out of work. So at least you have a job. I'm saying you shouldn't feel bad. Mm. Right. When, you know, um, somebody has, if something happens to you and you go, well, at least it's not as bad as that, you're minimizing. Yeah. Which fits into that
0: critical category. Okay.
1: So so let's let's go. with Unless you just want to wait and we can do the positive one on a different podcast. Let's do the positive one. On a different po- I think it's another show. All right. I didn't realize well, it was another show. So exciting!
3: <laughs> I feel I feel guilty. <laughs> well, if you were better at
1: podcasting, you wouldn't <laughs> have been right? That. Let's throw in some self condemnation. We should. I should have, be a like, better podcaster. We have talked from time to time about having the dark podcast, right? Where we say all the things that we would never say. Happy hour in Rome. Happy hour in Rome. I don't know it's after hours. <laughs> it's it's after hours club. This in is though. We're closing the bar. We got to go somewhere else. Private club three a.m. in Rome. <laughs> um, but like one night we should have a. This is how you don't do it podcast and just go through an entire time of all the poor emotional responding, all that kind of fun stuff. Oh, that'd be great. So <laughs> another poor place that we, another poor way that we um, deal with our own hurts by not dealing with our own hurts is what you said earlier, Chris, and that is to intellectualize it. Hmm. Well, here's why I got hurt, you know, and, and if, if this hadn't happened or if she hadn't done this or even I, you know, and your own case is, well, here's what I did wrong. But you can look it up hurt and go, well, they didn't mean that. And so, you know, your boss back to your example or, yeah, your example of your boss yelling at you, which they didn't. But let's say they did.
0: Right. And that was your. Example.
1: Well, she probably I didn't
0: a, say it. I didn't say it.
1: She had a bad day. He had a bad day. You know, it's tough now with all the schools. So I get it. So that's the facts, logic and reason that's making finding the reason for it. But still, as Brian would point out, that ignores seeking their own comfort. And so we don't do that either. Um, another one is ignoring. We talked about that. Like, yeah, well, whatever. Ish happens. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Just happens. Well, and that can be all you do. Like, wow, that hurts so bad. I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to go have a drink. I'm going to go for a run. You know, there's two different ways to go about it. Yeah. You can medicate it or you can try to perform it your way out of it. I'm just going to go run and get it out of my mind hey guess what it ain't going out of your mind right you're just gonna yeah. think about it while you run and then probably think about it when you get back or shove it down deep inside like i've said before woody right. on cheers whenever i have a bad feeling <laughs> i just shove it down into my stomach and the more it tries to come up the harder i shove it
2: down <laughs> we can a make no matter
1: what but lastly and i think brian you pointed this out before we went on air um you know sometimes the hurts build up and it you know i use the term wallow but Expand on, Brian, what you said
2: about when all you do is focus on your hurt. You you start to find comfort in something that's awful, like something that's destructive for you. You start to find an identity in that and say, you know what? At least this is familiar. And even though it is gnawing out my insides, um, I'm going to embrace this because I know it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's your, I like what you said. It's, it's, it becomes your identity. Mm -hmm.
1: Your identity is your hurt. And that becomes a safer place than the threat and, or not the threat, the hope of healing. Mm -hmm. Because, and this is true for so many people that true comfort where someone just joins you in your emotion is so rare. It's absolutely foreign to most people. Right. So if you try to get comfort. If you, if you are all the things we've talked about, open and honest and vulnerable, and you say, look, this is just where I am right now, and I am struggling, and then somebody just hits you right over the head with, "Oh, well, well, you know, things happen to everybody, or, well, if you weren't such an a-hole, right?" Well, then you're not going to seek it. And it is right. scary to seek a, that comfort.
2: Because it's opening you up even more. Mm. Um, and so why would you do that? Right. Why would you open yourself up? But yet you're crying out
1: for it, so it becomes who you are and so it's your own way of making your own problem even a bigger problem because that's all you can focus on at this point you've given up hope of healing but you're well aware of your hurt
0: that sounds like the like the classic movie character of like that you know the person who responds to everybody in anger and won't let people get close to them anymore because they were hurt previously or whatever and so they're 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 like
1: they're angry guy.
0: Right. And they're forcing themselves to remain that so that they don't have to take, you know, that quote unquote risk of, of being comforted and finding new love or a new friend or whatever. I know that's a caricature, but is that sort of the same kind of thing? Sure.
1: And, and it's funny because you, when you said that, it's like the movie character. I went, Bridget Jones. I don't know how many man card points I lose. Wow. <laughs> I
0: with- we were just talking about Hugh Grant before the. I, I went live. was I? Oh, maybe you weren't nah, in the room. We were- Chris
1: was, yeah. <laughs> Dre wasn't here yet.
0: Oh, I love me some Hugh Grant.
1: See, you're just fishing for drops. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in your mind you didn't just go, oh, this will be a drop. That's <laughs> just fun to say. But I love me that's some Hugh that's Grant. That's a drop
3: in itself. That's just fun to say. Dude, you're a drop machine. You
0: know, Hugh
1: Grant was the only... no never mind. <laughs> He turned um, 60 today. He did. That's why we were talking about I, oh, about I was I just going to say, whoa, this is just... I didn't know that was extra... Uh, information on Hugh Grant, Huge Grant. Um, yeah, I think that's similar to that, that you just, you know, whether you're trapped in your anger, whether you're trapped in your own, whatever, you're focused so much on your own hurt that you don't get out of it. You don't seek the comfort because the comfort has proven to be not there for you. And that's what breaks our heart and why we do this podcast, so that we can come alongside people and be that voice of comfort. It's just so rare. And I And I talk about that every week in church. You know, if you're just that one person that somebody goes, Wow, they just listened, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference in their life, in their day at least, and probably eventually their life. You know, and so I think for each person dealing with ourselves and our hurts, let alone everybody else's hurts, I think we can all do better.
3: Mm. Mm. That's right. Um, I believe Brian has a do better. I have a,
1: it's a do better. Yours you, is a you, do better. You think so? yeah. It's not there's
2: no there's a little bit of can't do better but it's just do better. Oh man, I was on the fence about it whether it was a do better can't do better. <laughs> it's a bit
0: of like a, a badass can't do better. Right? Is that Public
2: Safety do better. <laughs> it's a public safety do <laughs> what better. What if we read it? All right. So
1: <laughs> last week
2: last weekend um, might be a good idea. Pilots around Los Angeles Airport LAX were reporting a guy in a jetpack flying alongside My them. Man. Uh, let's see here. And then the subtitle of this article is even in an era in which Congress wants to openly investigate UFOs. Remember that guys, 2020, there's no investigation. They admitted a dude flying alongside an airliner over Los Angeles in a jetpack is still bonkers. I just love how they use bonkers. (laughs) Bonkers. Let me tell you as if 2020 couldn't get any weirder. Airline pilots landing in LAX, Los Angeles, not international airport on Sunday reported seeing. Quote-unquote, a guy in a jetpack, flying about 300 yards off their wing while on final approach to the bustling airport. What makes the reports even stranger is that, like a scene out of The Rocketeer, the airliners were descending through 3,000 feet when jetpack guys showed up next to them. Fox 11 broke the story and has the air traffic control audio clips, which you can listen to here. The exchanges went like this, according to the report. American Flight 1997. Tower. American 1997. We just passed a guy in a jetpack. Tower, American, 1997. Okay, thank you. Were they off to your left or right side? Off to the left side, maybe 300 yards or so, about our altitude. Sky West pilot confirmed the sighting. We just saw a guy passing us by in a jet, in a jet pack. So, and then the tower started getting more and more of these reports... <laughs> The airspace around LAX is some of the busiest and most complex in the United States. Having some dude barreling through the skies in some sort of a jetpack around the approach path to the airport, especially at the same altitude as the aircraft that are just making their ways through the landing corridor, isn't just bonkers. It's absolutely dangerous. And so, like the article goes on to say, they're even like the most ardent jetpack people that make jetpacks and do things with jetpacks can't fathom a guy in a jetpack doing this at this altitude and speed. So it's it's not saying it's like alien technology, but there's a dude in a jetpack literally flying next to airplanes coming into LAX, and nobody has an explanation for how this is happening. JPG, he goes by. Jetpack jet
1: guy. Jetpack guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a crop circles in Rome podcast, but let's just break this down. <laughs> but what was he the- really doing? um <sighs> now could that be some foreign intelligence trying to like look for some opportunities for, ah, here we go for uh what do you call it there terror? conspiracy in rome terror attack that uh. sounds very I inefficient
0: in jet packs just sound very inefficient to me like <laughs> how much fuel? Do you that's a lot of fuel to just camp get trips. one guy up 300 feet but You're i say it's a know. lot
1: of fuel
3: yeah. You know? Well, no, I was going to say because, no, that's a good point because that was I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, if they've had multiple reports, that means it's like it's taking some time for people to notice him. It the, Like those jetpacks burn a lot of fuel really really quickly. So for him to be up there, like, is he going to refuel or is this like oh, it's Elon Musk and he has a Tesla jetpack. It's a Tesla jetpack. Uh,
0: jet yeah, we did break the news last week that um, next year it's submarines
3: did you see Elon? my Musk? car is gonna
0: turn into a submarine he took a 16
3: billion dollar loss did you see that no that's doing
0: crazy. what just doing his thing just doing his thing building all his
3: no nah,
1: it's he took like a loss because of uh just stuff but i'll send you the somebody said if you miss a payment on a tesla does your car just drive itself back to the dealership <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that'd be pretty smart actually
1: so that's it that's what we got
2: uh no we can't do better no i'm talking about the other theories oh oh. <laughs> oh no 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 um it's possible that it was some sort of a drone that was made to look like a dude with a jetpack oh that <gasps> seems like a long shot that's the only other thing we can think of is that this may have been some sort of flying car mobility solution that was just that was just described as a jetpack flying a jet flying at jet approach speed. that's <laughs> not what a jetpack is <laughs> flying at jet approach speeds and at 3,000 feet, among other issues, still seems like a reach with this scenario.
1: Oh, 3,000 feet. 3,000 feet. I mean, that's... He was 300 yards from the plane. Okay. I yeah, thought they were, that's... like,
2: approaching the runway and
0: he was, like, 300 feet up. But Holy th- cow, 3,000.
1: That's not... That's
3: actually not that far. That sounds so, high. It's, I mean, it's high, but, I mean, it's not, you know, like... Actually, but actually, th- actually, guys. <laughs> like, when you're talking about, like, somebody skydiving, like, I... Right 10,000 10, feet Yeah, or you're up way higher yeah. than that. It does it's it's high, high but it's when to you to be
2: 300 feet off the wing is 300 yards 300 yards 300 yards off the wing. So three, three still three football fields off but the see, wing. But see, why?
1: Even if you're that guy, why are you doing that? You really think you can avoid the planes? Maybe you can.
2: I've never been on a jetpack. I don't know. I
1: feel like you can
3: avoid the plane. I mean the planes moving in one direction. Like it's, not like
1: it's not like you're going to be hit by the
2: plane.
0: All the jetpack videos I've seen from the 1970s, <laughs> they're not very mobile.
3: I'm just saying.
2: Right. Now, that, that scene for There's James, been some advances in technology, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, that guy in the 1984 Olympics, when he landed that jetpack thingy, that was pretty cool. Oh. He landed right where he's supposed to. That documentary that's James Bond where the jetpack comes up. <laughs> the I mean, James Bond documentary. That doc, yeah. It was
1: pretty, pretty amazing. <laughs> Does anybody have a do better? Oh, yeah. All right. Dateline. <laughs> Davidsville, PA. Ah, authorities say a Western Pennsylvania man rammed his ex-girlfriend's car and then shot and killed her in front of her 11 year old son before taking his own life. Okay. You make me sad, Jay. Yeah, this is a sad Do better. Okay. He went and got into a jet pack. No, not no. Sure. Oh, no here's why. Here's why it's obviously do better. Don't kill people. All right. I got that. Right. This is a do better for the AP, the Associated Press. Oh, okay. It goes on to say what happened in the article. Blah 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 blah. They all died of COVID. They ruled his death as a homicide and her death as a su. Or, no, sorry, her death as a homicide, his death as a suicide. Right. Among those, this is really sad. Among those who called nine one one was Boring's eleven year old son, who was in her vehicle mm-hmm. and witnessed the crime. Last line of the article: He was unharmed. Oh, no. <laughs> He's harmed for life. He is harmed in so many ways. Yeah. I mean, I guess you want to
0: uh, know he wasn't
1: shot. so that's Might have been in the beginning of the good, article. right. Would have been woman and son uh-huh. shot. So right. I think we can safely assume. Right. That's just terrible as a guy who talks about emotional needs yeah. all the time. No, it's awful. That's irresponsible. That's awful.
3: Do that so, better, Associated Press. Oh, man.
1: That is a sad story. That let's
3: is. Let's bring up the room. Let's talk about some dogs. Or a, flying dogs, a dog with a jetpack, um, murdering children. <laughs> all right, let's lighten it up. Amazon delivery driver dives into backyard pool, clothes, phone, and all, and saves drowning dog. They really pointed out he had his phone. So, so he's quoted in here. So, um, don't say so. As he was delivering a package, John Casabria. Spotted the canine struggling in the backyard pool. "Quote, I saw what looked like a snout, and at that moment my heart sank." Casabria said, "Almost
2: as fast as the dog."
3: I jumped into the pool with everything on: phone, wallet, watch. Isn't there a old Catholic thing: spectacles, testicles, wallet,
1: and watch? Wow! What is this? That-
0: clothes? Is that all he was wearing? Uh, no, no
1: clothes. <laughs> <laughs> He's since been fired. No. <laughs>
3: It was still in the quote none of it mattered i thought only of the dog at the moment the dog's owner julia caldwell said she was in tears and could not believe it when she was told the news she tried to kill her own dog i happened to be at <laughs> the right moment I was almost gone
2: run. it was almost drowned and you had to come save it i'm not paying for that cell phone
3: <laughs> i happen to be in the right moment at the right time i would repeat the same actions over if i i had to casabria said
2: all right buddy now all right I was
3: self-aggrandizing a little <laughs> right. bit here but here wait there's there's more to do a little self-condemning I so think. can't do better can't do better way to go my man but then he's then the last part of the article says casabria stayed with the dog for an hour and a half until the scheduled dog sitter arrives now He's an Amazon delivery driver. Mm. He was. He was <laughs> an Amazon delivery driver. How ticked? Because you know, like everybody in the world now, needs says, everything. My package everything was yesterday. ten minutes away. <laughs> it's ten minutes now.
1: It's an hour and sixty minutes.
2: That's two hours.
1: I needed that new. I needed that new mass,
2: and yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> As a route manager, which is what I used to be and still work with lots of route You're in managers, the industry. There, you are part, in there, the industry. Is that part of me? It's like, well all those calls i'm gonna get now that sucks
1: <laughs> do better <laughs> right. do better cassiopeia whatever his name was can't do better do better
3: um but yeah we like to end it on a lo- light note like that so brian did you take us out I'm- i
2: sure will uh this has been episode 82 of lunchtime in rome um again we want to encourage you to like us download our podcast at all of your favorite podcast places join us on facebook live every week that we do this we have instagram Um, our hub is lunchtimeinrome.com we do have a a relational needs questionnaire where you can also fill that in and find out what you uh your emotional needs are and that's going to help you figure out what other people's emotional needs are as well um we also have all of our show notes and archive shows there. We have eighty-two of these things now, and so, um, and so, um, yeah, we, we we're glad that you've joined us here and had a seat at the table. And um, with that being said, bye. See ya. See you next week.
0: Bye. I'll go. I don't know a roasted marshmallow. My nice. wife, yeah, Amy, totally mm-hmm. will. She's the worst person in the world. I think I'm still
1: awesome. What what, can get any better? Uh, I love me some Hugh Grant. Bonkers, let me tell you.